Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products, using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. Happy Sunday night to you, or if you're listening to this in podcast form tomorrow morning, happy Monday morning. Hope your week is off to a great start. Welcome to Got Your Back Sunday night live stream edition. Jason Strudwick and Rob Brown standing by. We love Sunday nights because quite often it means Brownie is able to join straight out of the booth with Reed and onto the Got Your Back set. Looking forward to checking in with Rob Brown. Got your back as always brought to you by Sherwood Buick GMC, the number one GMC volume dealership in all of Canada. Their Black Friday event, it was a monster. What a great looking crew. Look at some of those vehicles. It's just a fantastic spot. If you're looking for a vehicle, you got to go see Phil and the crew just off Baseline Road on the way into Sherwood Park. And if you mention that the crew here at got your back sent you you'll not only receive specialized pricing as a bonus you'll also get three free ultimate detail packages on a newer used vehicle gmcpod.com is the website to go check out once again that's gmcpod.com coming to you from the long shot studio out here in sherwood park sherwood park's cheapest 20 ounce pints Want great food, little golf action, long shots is the place to go. Okay, full compliment. The entire crew is here. Brownie, welcome back to the podcast, buddy. How are you? I am well, I'm a little upset. Um okay. Jason Hayes uh left SEAL team today, he left his Bravo One in my TV show that I'm watching. So there's a little Clamp coming downstairs today. Oh, he's oh, Bravo One there, SEAL there, team. I think. No, this was uh series season three. And it's on oh. season seven. I usually wait until everybody watches all these things, and then I go back and watch it years later. So my memory, people tell me what happens, but I got no memory. So yeah, and it was it was tough. He's like Bravo one, and he's off. So I have a feeling yeah. he's the star. He'll be back, but and right now I'm a little verklempt, a little sad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You'll be disappointed with the Seinfeld ending. Seinfeld's yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. Strutty, you got any good shows on the go right now, buddy? No, I don't actually. You know what? It's funny. I, I no, I, I, I don't. So I, I, get, I wish I had something. Good. I, I might get chirped a little for this one, guys. Started watching it with with Randine at her prompting, and then she tailed off, and I hung with it. Lessons in chemistry over on Apple TV. Yeah, yeah, I Pretty saw good. that. I don't know good, that one, Stratty. I think it might be right up your alley, Stratty, because yeah. you like the mar. You like marvelous Miss Maisel and all that. Didn't oh, you? I know that all one. That stuff. Yeah, Miss Maisel yeah. was good. Miss Maisel yeah. was yeah. good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Producer I, coming I in here, Shogger. We just finished uh, finished that show. It's great. Lessons in chemistry. That's, did oh, you, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. You did. You, you just finished it. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Classy. Classy one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Well, we got late starting the podcast, so I guess we could sit here and talk about TV shows for a while, or we could get to actually talking about the game. So let's get to that breakdown of that 4-1 win by the Oilers 
over the New Jersey Devils. Brought to you tonight by Adrenaline Diesel, Edmonton's heavy-duty diesel truck repair shop specializing in heavy-duty commercial truck and trailer repair, performance, tuning, part sales. They have seven bays and a vast dealer network. Their highly reviewed customer support team and professional diesel mechanics ready to assist you with all of your needs. Visit AdrenalineDiesel.ca. What did you guys think? Brownie, I'll start with you. What did you think when Calvin Pickard was getting the start? Did you think <laughs> the same thing I thought? I was surprised. I do believe that they were going to give him a start, but I'm thinking, okay, he's your backup goaltender, hasn't played in a while. Your starter's playing great. You're having this big, you're having this great ro- or winning streak. Everything's going good. I thought Pickard would have played against Chicago. I thought Skinner oh. would have went tonight and they would have saved. I mean, usually the backup plays against the teams that aren't as high in the standings. So right. I was I was very, very surprised by the start. Struds? I I don't think anyone's learned about last year, how Skinner ran out of juice. And I hear people saying, well, they don't have a back-to-back for till whatever, till end of December or whatever it is. Like, it doesn't matter. You have to manage him, not just for now, but for down the road. So I was surprised, but I was happy that he played. Now, looking forward, the way he played, I might roll him out there again Tuesday against the Blackhawks. No, need come to on. manage why not? Why, did he not play Boo. well? Let me he guess. Played well, you two guys want to call up Jack Campbell because he had one good warm up three weeks ago. No, I want to put the starting goalie in the starter, Stuart <laughs> Skinner, the guy that's won the last six in a row. I'm going to play him. That's what I'm going to play. I saw Jiff of Campbell making a nice save. He handed <laughs> the puck back to the ref. Well, call him up. He's ready. He's why, ready, everybody. Why so well, angry, good. Jason? Why so angry? I know I'm right. There's not many things I know I'm right about. I can't wait to get my strategies world later. I know I'm right about You're that. You're right yeah, that, that they should play sure. Kelvin Pickard in back-to-back games, and their star goalie, Stuart Skinner, That's should right. sit out a second game. That's you know exactly what I'm okay, saying. You know what, Struts? I would agree with you, but then yeah. we'd both be wrong, so I'm not going to. <laughs> you go with Skinner. He's like your starter. Why? Why? Because he's your Hawks. starter. You you you, you spell him with a Calvin Pickard yeah. start, yeah. which they did, yeah. and it was a great start. And then you go back to your starter. Yeah. So that's what you do. I, I did the math. There are six games left before Christmas. Yep. You sit the big guy. Uh, the big guy being our good friend uh, Skinner. He can mm-hmm. probably roll out the rest of those games after. So that's what I'm looking at. Because who do you got? You got Tampa. And mm-hmm. then you got Florida, uh, Florida, and then you got yep. the three New York teams. Are the New York teams? Maybe there's a back-to-back in there. Maybe that's when the back-to-back is. So I, I'm looking long-term. You know, I, I have the ability to just stand back and see the forest for the trees. That's what makes me unique. The and only think- reason you can see that is because you're six foot ten tall. You are not <laughs> seeing anything else, right? You're going back with Stuart Skinner. Okay, you know what? Right. Mute. Uh, Shoggy, just mute him. Just, just mute him. I can't. I can't mute him. But I would. I would mute you too. That's all I have the technology <laughs> for. You're gonna have to go to Steve in Kelowna to be able to mute Study. I can't do it. Uh, so, lots of action on the stream here, and you're you're both right. You're both wrong. There's a bunch of, you know, I agree with Struddy for once. Says DK. Oh, wow. uh, so there's somebody that believes there. Sorry, uh, K. Gill says, sorry to all the haters on here, but Skinner is our starter, not Pickard. Um, what else we got here? I agree. Start Pickard. Team rallied for him and saved Skinner for Florida and Tampa. Steve, I know I already put a poll in the chat, but maybe uh, maybe you could throw Can you throw another one yeah. in? 
Should we poll the folks? Who would you start next Sounds game? Good. Let's just let's just see Struddy if the the bulk of the listenership is with you. Um, well, listen, I thought it was a bold decision tonight. Mm-hmm. I heard it, and Reed, I heard it. Uh, Reed, <laughs> Rob, I heard Whoa. you and Reed talking about it on my drive in that he had jumped because I I wasn't there for warm up, and I thought, <laughs> oh, that is a bold decision, like interesting it seemed obvious maybe the next one made more sense jerseys coming in great power play they got some snipers some real nice shooters i thought wow uh so i actually asked chris knoblock uh specifically about that why did he make that decision um did i get an answer from him let me see here no i have an answer from him he's oh, a real lot of build-up and then he doesn't answer the question. Was, but then i check my clip notes and i feel like it's not there in my clip notes wow. so the penalty kill uh yeah i mean he basically said because skinner started the last game and then it was an afternoon game on the sunday of all of the games that was kind of the least amount of time between the start times oh. So he kind and and he liked you know he liked the way he's looked. So I I thought it was a good decision and uh, and I liked it. Uh, Can I just so let me just jump here? So this is why I want to play Pickard. I thought he looked very controlled and very managed. He was just everything was just hitting him. It felt like everything hit him in the crest. And you can say, well, maybe New Jersey wasn't you know shooting for the corners, but he was in the right place. So you know I think when you have that, you can give the big guy a break and and put him in there to try to. I'm not looking to build up Picard's. Um, confidence i'm looking to make sure that our that the number one goalie the guy that's going to take you into the playoffs is fresher because we saw last year he wasn't and he can't play all those games guys so that's 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 where it's coming from hmm mm. well here's 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 pickard post game i do have him as we go to the weiss johnson sound box we're a mess here you know the last couple of weeks since i've played last we've had some really good practice time i feel good about my game right now so um moving forward uh you know this game's just gonna you know put that confidence in my mind and um just go from there jc says an 887 save percentage is a star goalie according to brownie you're getting sure for your classification <laughs> yeah. Of Skinner as a star goalie. Star goalie uh, for the Oilers. He's the Oilers star yes. goalie. I'm not saying he's a, the National Hockey League right. elite. But Struds, I think your point is well taken, though, Struds. Whether they should start him in the next game or give him another start in the next three, that might make a little bit more sense to your point, Strud. He is get, work him back in here in the next few games and certainly don't make him wait so long for his next one struts fair enough or or no put him in against chicago put yeah. him in. well this is i mean if i'm if you're starting to schedule your starts based on the records on now no new jersey was you know isn't killing it but they got a really good power play chicago i think we know their standings and they got tampa florida so if you're if you just put this game aside and you look ahead for the next three five games where do you want them playing i would want them playing against chicago and then put the next two on uh big stew uh, right. Hopefully you can have some success. Moving on from that, let's talk about the penalty kill. They were 4-4 four for four in this game against an elite power play in the league right now. Last eight games played, they're 28 for 29. Think about that for a second. 28 for 29 on the penalty kill. Brownie, that is spectacular performance. And Chris Knobloch said he was going to do this, and he did this. He gave players roles, something to take pride in. And it's working. It is. And uh, I would say in the seven-game winning streak, there's probably been two or three games that their penalty kill has won them the game. Just uh, at coming up with big kills at big moments. Uh, there's a couple of reasons their penalty kill is better. They're much more aggressive. 
Um, they're getting saves. But I think the biggest thing is he's now putting out units, like uh, two-man units, so you know who you're playing with. And Stretti will know the best because he killed more. Is If you know what your partner is doing, then there's no hesitation. It's all instinctive. So I'm already going in one spot. I know that I can go here because I don't have to think. I know he's going to the right spot too. And now when players are playing together all the time with consistency, then it's much easier. And now you're seeing that out there. The two, the two forwards that are coming out together, they're in sync all times on the ice. And earlier in the year, and at times last year, it was a mishmash of who was out there killing, and they didn't have the chemistry. And Strauss, to me, that is the biggest thing that I've seen with the penalty killing over this last little while. Yeah, what a change for you. I mean, you started off the podcast with so many bad takes, and now you're absolutely on fire. And I'll, I'll just build on it. <laughs> when I look at it, uh, you know, what I like about it is that when you're sitting on the bench and you see a penalty, you know you're going, right? There's no, you're not looking around. You're like, hey, this is the first unit, this is the second unit. And so you, and, and Brownie kind of alluded to it, you take ownership of it. This is mine. This is my time to contribute to the team. And you're seeing that. Um, and, and the guys are going out. And D, I haven't really changed a ton, but the forwards, you know, we're seeing it. So I love this move by Knobloch, and it's such a simple one. And I think it was something we'd been talking about previously. And, and, and you know, it wasn't a massive change. Uh, but I also think that they're, I agree they're being more aggressive, but they're, they're less spread out. It felt like previously they were so spread out that those passes are zipping through the slot. We don't see as many of those now, guys. Seven block shots for Darnell Nurse. A bunch of them, I'm sure, were on the penalty kill. Vinny D'Arnais had six block shots as well in this game. So that penalty kill, a real strength. And it's allowing the Oilers, you know, not getting daggers thrown at them by the other team's power play. It's just, it's making a big difference and it's grabbing the momentum at key points in games. It's just been such a strength. And a reminder, Mark Stewart. Talk about another bold move from the coach. Like, Mark Stewart hadn't done that. And, you know, when Chris Knobloch got here, it was like, you know, who are you giving it to? What are you doing with that? And he decided to just let Mark Stewart run with it. And he's given him credit for it. And he's done a fantastic job. So empowering his coaching staff, too, uh, in different ways. So you got to give credit to Stewart and to Chris Knobloch. We'll go to the Weiss Johnson Soundbox here one more time. 25% off right now, all in-stock air conditioners. The offer is only available till we get uh, 10 centimeters or so of snow on the ground. Don't think we're there yet. Take advantage of the crazy weather now so when the crazy heat hits early next spring, you can sit back, relax, and enjoy the comfort of air conditioning in your home. For details, visit wjcools.com. All right, Chris Knobloch talking about the job his team has done penalty killing. Vinny and uh, Nursey had a lot of block shots, uh, broke up a lot of plays. You know, the forwards, their angles, um, you know, thinking about Brownie uh, checking uh, Hughes twice in the neutral zone, which is not an easy thing to do. And he managed to do it twice in the same power play. Um, no, I, I'm very happy with the way those um, those killers are going. Definitely. Big strength of the team right now. Uh, what the heck was going on with Connor McDavid and Mike McLeod tonight, Struddy? My goodness. <laughs> I, like, you don't often see McDavid. I, I wouldn't think we're bully very often for Connor <laughs> McDavid, but like he grabbed that guy's lunch money early and then grabbed his afternoon snack from him. And I mean, like he was aggressive on that player all night. Yeah, I think he was going after the brother so that his teammate would get pissed off and play the same way. <laughs> see what I'm doing to your brother? You go do that to other people right now. Go. 
Yeah, no, it was, it was, you know, it's funny. Sometimes Connor just comes out and just starts hammering guys. Right. And like, it's, it's, yeah. and, and not that I've he can do whatever he wants. I mean, he's fast enough to, he could hit guys all the time. He's so fast and gets around the ice, but I kind of like it. And, and, you know, I, I often wonder, especially when he does it early in games, if he's like, just trying to get everybody into it. Like, Hey, look, I'm hitting you guys better hit too, because yeah, that's the way it works. Brownie. Well, it's true. And it's funny. The, the heart, one of the hardest hitters I ever played with or against was Jeremy Roenick who yeah. wasn't, wasn't yeah. big, but he, he's like Connor McDavid. He's an incredible skater with such core strength that when he hit you, he went through you. He was he an did, amazing hitter. Eh? Oh, he was unbelievable. Like, and Connor McDavid, he was so good. And, and he hurt guys and surprised them because it wasn't this big monster coming at you. And McDavid's capable of doing that. Uh, it's really tough to sit on the bench if you're a third or fourth line guy and watch Connor McDavid go out there and bully guys or hit guys. <laughs> and then you're next up there like, well, I better finish this check because they're hundred million dollar player just did it so uh, it, it was incredibly noticeable shogger like sitting up there i'm like okay yeah. connor is so mad right now at ryan about something that happened in a card game obviously yeah. he's going yeah. after his brother out yeah. there and time and like mcleod looked up at him a couple times like are you kidding me and like, the refs refs like there was at least one he got away with Oblis 21 chimes in and says mcleod tripped him into the boards in the first remember when mcdavid went in awkwardly there i didn't view that as um purpose necessarily i think they locked feet a little yeah. bit there struts yeah 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 it's always it's it's always hard to tell in that when you see that type of situation but i i would say that generally speaking if i was if i'm playing and i'm wondering if someone did it on purpose or not i'll always err to the side that he did it on purpose <laughs> and then you're coming to get him back like that's right. generally how players think brownie well it's true and it's funny Ekholm got a penalty tonight because Connor oh. McDavid cross-checked yeah. McLeod in the corner. So that yeah. was the penalty. The ref missed it or let it go. Yeah. And afterwards, yeah. like, one. he probably skated by the jersey bench a couple of times. Okay, I'll get it back. Okay, yeah. Ekholm, ooh, that guy felt, you're gone. And Ekholm's yeah. like, are you kidding yeah. me? He more or less pointed yeah. at McDavid. You let that go over there and yeah. call me? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, the refs missed a couple. But that McDavid cross-check, I'm like, okay, seriously? That was like, ooh. And then the best part was McDavid cross-checks the guy and then goes down on three on two. So it could have yeah. been, like, double whammy for the Jer jersey devils it's but it didn't know because they weren't calling the penalties on mcdavid but then when it was on hughes then the call came right so the star mm. player study they get that they get that preferential treatment in both directions don't they oh they do and, and then they work the refs over there talking to them and it's just it's annoying <laughs> i mean but i i get it like whatever that's just the way it, people are going to complain about it just like uh, every team fans base talks about how their team's getting screwed but you know, you look at the last couple of games, and Brown didn't have you on, but the last game when Kane hammered um, Brodine. Uh, yeah, Brodine, I want to say Bolduc. Yeah, absolutely hammers him from behind. There's no call. And then Minnesota gets shorthanded out of it. Then mm -hmm. they go under score. Yeah. I mean, I would be losing my mind if I was on the bench. Like, are you kidding me? How was that not a hit from behind? Well, and Brodine's out for a length of time. Uh, yeah. To me, now in Struds, when we played, you would have you could run a guy into the boards more so from behind, and there weren't a penalty because we weren't as big, as strong, and as fast. Nowadays, when a guy like McDavid or Kane hit yeah. a guy and they get him in the numbers, that is that's got to be a penalty. It just does yeah. because now there's so much damage more that the guys can do nowadays because they're bigger, stronger, and they're faster skaters. So the Kane that's that's got to be a penalty. Because he, he was, uh, Brodine's gone. Last year, Mikey Anderson, McDavid got him. He was out for a month. Those plays are dangerous. And if we watched someone hit McDavid like that and McDavid was gone for a month, 
we, we'd be screaming up here. So it's a dangerous play that the NHL has got to be very conscious of moving forward to call that as a penalty every time. Yeah, we'll get to more of that in our Take a Lap segment, Strutty. We're going to take a look at some angry players around the National Hockey League that we've seen here in the last couple of days. So that's coming up. A couple things I still want to get to, but we'll push them over to takeaways. We want to talk about Evan Bouchard and Darnell Nurse. And also want to talk about this, this new tactic the Oilers are employing more often than they were before, pushing the puck through the middle of the ice. So that'll come up next in our takeaways segment. Before we wrap this one up, though, let's get to the numbers. Our Sport Logic inside the game numbers here. That is brought to you by Yo Mama Maternity. Uh, listen, if you or your partner are expecting, it's a great time of year. Go grab a gift card, right? It's a Strudwick family business, his wife, and I believe your sister run it. Don't they, Struddy? They do. Yeah, they do. How long have they been in business? That's like a, 16 years. That for a while, man. Yeah, 16 years. They've been just uh, busy and killing it, helping ladies uh, find their, their clothes. 100%. So for the mom-to-be in your life, a gift card for Christmas from Yo Mama Maternity is a great idea. Go ahead and put the numbers up there, Steve, courtesy our good friends over at Sport Logic. High danger scoring chances. There you see the orders. 19-13 had the edge there. Turnovers, they generated 13 uh, scoring chances off of turnovers. Uh, Jersey was eight. Inner slot shot save percentage. There you see Calvin Pickard 100%. Jersey at 75. Pickard, this is a real good performance from him, guys. And I just wonder, just confidence-wise for a guy that hasn't gotten a lot of NHL action over the last few years, had some family in town. Like, Brownie, that's really good for this guy. And for a, a guy in the room, I think the players can really rally behind too. Oh, 100%. Uh, guys are excited for him. You can see the excitement after the game. Uh, he deserved all the accolades. He played great. Yeah. He was the better of the two goalies. Really but it was funny, though. There was a, a question, and I don't want to say who said it because I don't want to get it wrong. But someone asked him, like, do you take, uh, you know, is, is a game like this special for you because, you know, you don't know how many you're going to have these left? And he says, no, not yet. I still believe I got more in me. I believe I can play in this league. And I, I respect that. He's... This is a guy's like, you know what? My career ain't done. And keep, keep giving me chances to play, and I'll prove you that I can play in this hockey league. So good on him. And he did earn another start. Now, I don't think it's next game, but I do believe he does <laughs> earn a game real soon because he did play well, and he's gained the confidence of the coaching staff. Struds, the team did just come off a big, long break, man. It's not like Skinner's. I mean, would you, wouldn't you spread the rest out a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an option, but you, you got to also look at your opponents, right? They're, they're, the Oilers have had an unbelievable stretch of games here to get back to where they are today, which is 500. And they're within striking distance of a playoff spot, I believe, before Christmas, which I didn't believe was possible. Like, I didn't yeah, think really. they'd be able to get that close. Um, so, I mean, they're not going to keep winning every game, but, you know, if you're going to play him at some point, why not look at maybe matchups for 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 that for? We're gonna we're gonna change his mind, Brownie. We got two more segments to change no, his mind fine. before well, before we're done. Yeah. Struds is going to admit it was a bad call. But Shogger, though, in our defense, we did say that we would have played him in the Chicago game. Yeah, we yeah. just we just wouldn't right. have played him today. I know. Yeah. So yeah. like no, that's any of us fair. know anything. <laughs> but but I said this before when Pickard came up, I said there's no pressure on him. Like I I, I don't think he should feel any pressure. No one's looking at him to be a savior. The, all they're looking is for someone just to come in and give them a chance to win when Skinner's not in. And he's done that for two games, really. Mm -hmm. So what what do you, you know, I, I, if I'm him, I'm like, this is free money. No one, I didn't think I'd get in the NHL at all this year. I wouldn't even get to look at, I mean, watch the games on the network. And now he's actually playing in games. So I think, I, I don't think there's any pressure on this guy. 
Rob Brown's appearances on the podcast brought to you by Kin Print. The hat is nice and straight. Now I got the mug too. Look at this. They printed me off a uh I got one for both of you guys too, but no, you, you gave me now, mine. Don't you? Yeah, my, my wife really yeah. liked it and took Drugs. it to work with her. I got one so. right here for you, buddy. You oh, you're gonna love it, Drugs. It is grab it, it's pal. fantastic. It looks good. My yeah. wife has it at her it's at the U of A right now, where she's a professor. She took it to work That's and good. forgot to bring it home. So <laughs> Helping you find creative ways to promote your brand, high-quality apparel with top-of-the-line brands, visit kinprint.ca. When we come back, we'll talk Darnell Nurse, we'll talk Evan Bouchard, and we'll talk middle breakouts. Then we've got Strutty's World. Ask us anything, take a lap, tons of more great content ahead. Stay with us. Hey everyone, it's Kelly here from United Sport and Cycle. Christmas is just around the corner and we've got everything you need for the athlete and sports fan on your list. With over 30 different sports under one roof, including hockey, bikes, ball, and our amazing fan shop, United is your one-stop shop for everything sport. Don't know what to buy? A United gift card is always a fan favorite. United Sport and Cycle, your Santa's workshop for over 95 years. The Edmonton Sport and Social Club is YEG's top destination for adult recreational sports. Offering over 20 different options, including ball hockey, indoor volleyball, pickleball, and now ice hockey. For all you fans out there looking to lace them up for the first time or get back into the game after a few years off, like Strutty. Sign up by December 13th for the winter season beginning mid-January at edmontonsportsclub.com. Winter is upon us, so why not make the best of it? Marmot Basin Ski Resort is where it's at. Ski half price every day, no blackout periods. Pick up your escape card for 99 bucks and make winter fun more affordable. Half the price, all the powder. Get yours at www.skimarmot.com. All right, time now for takeaways brought to you by Martin Motorsports, your one-stop shop for all the names on your Christmas list. Shop for winter gear, snowmobile accessories, water sports gear, electric bikes, apparel. They got coolers, sunglasses. They've got absolutely everything in Martin Motorsports. And now that the snow has fallen, time to dig into some of that winter fun. Shop online and use the code GOTYOURBACK for $20 off your next order. Happy to have Martin Motorsports on board as one of our key sponsors. Don't look now, guys. Evan Bouchard, 28 points in 25 games. Six back of Kale McCarr right now. He's piling up the points, piling up the offense. That shot of his. Stuart Skinner said the other day might be the hardest one in the league. Um, Brownie, the combination of being able to let it go the way he can with his head completely up. Like he very seldom does he need to look down to track it. He just, he can keep his head up and still locate it. And it just, he's picking spots like crazy from all the way back there. He is. And it's funny. He, he talked the other day that his job is just to get it by the, the high forward. That's his job. Get it by the high forward. He's done what he's supposed to do, but I don't believe that's really what he's, he's thinking. He's trying to hit corners. He's trying to hit spots. Yeah. And what's amazing, um, I, Struds, I don't know. Did you, were you playing here when Sheldon Surrey played or were you after yeah. Sheldon? That yeah, so Sheldon Surrey had a heavy shot, and everyone was scared to death to stand in front because he had no idea where it was going. 
in all honesty. Like he would go bar down. He would go three feet over the net. It was heavy. And you could see, I remember Dustin Penner in front of the net and Ryan Smith. Bouchard knows where his is going. And it's amazing. That heavy shot never hits anybody. It either hits hits the back of the net or occasionally hits the goaltender. Um, it's it's a weapon that makes it almost unfair for the Oilers' power play against the rest of the league. Because today there's a great example on his goal. The two jersey forwards were down low because Connor McDavid kind of posted up in the high slot. They couldn't let him get the puck, so they came down low. That leaves the high shot or the high pass up to Bouchard wide open, and he makes no mistake. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long time since you've seen someone that is capable of doing what he's doing. To me, it's like an Al McKinnis who see, he's got a heavy shot and he would always hit the net. Uh, it, it, Bouchard, is he's taken his level of game to a new height because now he's playing better defensively. The offense was always there, but the defense now is so much better. But uh, he's he gives the, the Oilers... Well, there's five guys on the ice capable of scoring every time they touch the puck on the power play. And no, most teams in the NHL do not have that. Yeah, what I like about him on the blue line when he's walking is he, he's, he's got the shot, but he puts himself in a position to get the shot off quick. And like we don't see many blocked, right? So I really like that the way he... He gets himself in the right place. Either it's a one-timer or he finds a quiet area to get it like we saw a couple nights ago. Also, when the puck goes off the six, it seems to shrink. And I know that's not possible, but it seems to shrink and it gets <laughs> to the net quick and it doesn't get hit. But it's true. You look at some guys, they're shooting pucks. They're all end over end and it's just an absolute grenade. And, um, you know, and I, and I think like I know when I used to stand in front, I was like, how come I can never block this guy's shot? You know, and then other guys, I'm just writing my shin pads. It's just working it over. Like, and I, I was kind of standing in the same spot. So I, I, I think it's a real skill to be able to do that. To you know, and, and I recognize the shrinking the puck, but it's the concept, the idea of it getting yep. through and getting past guys. The thing and, about it. Go ahead, Brownie. And the other thing too is there's a fear for the penalty killer, because I mean, word gets around how heavy his shot is, and you will have players that will kind of be in the shooting lane yeah, yeah but know that they're that just out of it enough lane? yeah yeah it, it, but it look good but yeah but it's true or i mean or his shot breaks someone's stick which we saw last game where his shot off the face off broke a stick and now you're on a power play and they got one of those missing a stick but there is a fear i mean when we used to play against al mckinnis or ally afraidy you go into the game knowing that you always yeah. wanted to stand right by that guy because you did not want to be 10 feet away when he wound up no. because there was a fear of getting hurt the other thing about bouchard I like how selective he is. He won't let it go unless he's comfortable, on balance, and can let it go the way he wants to let it go. We don't, because how many times has it been feathered back to him and it's been there, but he, he doesn't shoot it off balance. He doesn't waste them. He waits. You know, if he doesn't like it, he'll hand it back and he'll wait. And they, they're patient with it, which I like because it's allowing him to really pure a few and we've seen him pure a few of these lately. Struddy, we took an entire segment and dedicated it to Darnell Nurse the other day just because he's playing that well. Yeah. And we probably shouldn't have waited this long to talk about him again tonight. He's he's just – Brownie – well, Strud, you can go first. He's, he's just been a beast. And another night tonight where, like, there are signature plays happening game in, game out that Darnell Nurse is making. Like, moments you can think of that were big moments involving him. Yeah, and so this this is the moment I want to talk about, and this to me is the the evolution or the the progress that Darnell's made in his game, and when he's playing well, these are decisions he's making. On the four not four one goal, the empty net goal, he makes a play and it kind of goes off his shin pad and goes out of the zone, and he started skating really hard, and then he looked at it, he's like, ah, probably not going to get that puck, so he just backs off. 
the old Darnell nurse, or when Darnell's really forcing things, he would have gone for that puck, put himself out of position. Now the puck's coming back into their zone. And that, that to me is just understanding the moment. Like I don't, it's, we're winning by two. I don't have to go and get that puck. We're not down. I, I'm probably not going to get it anyways. So I'm just going to play more cautious. And then 15 seconds later, it's in the back of the net. But I love that play by Darnell. And, and you could see it when you go back and watch that replay. Brownie, he's trying to fly up the ice. And he's like, nope, this isn't the play. That's what smart defensemen do. Yeah, I agree. And the, the, the play that I saw tonight from Darnell Nurse was in the, I think it was the first period where Leon, they had a break. It was like a four on two. And he, Leon made a pass. He put it behind his the guy that he was intending it to. And the puck came back the other way. Jersey's very good at transitioning from defense to offense. <laughs> yeah. They had... They have a three-on-one. Darnell Nurse was 30 feet behind the closest guy. The back check. Yeah. The back check. His speed. Like, yeah. I, you, I don't think people realize how fast he is. Is he a blow by Oh, just, just <laughs> flying. And again, he's not going to catch any of the guys. If there was a pass, he's not going to catch them. And a lot of players will say, I'm not going to catch him. I'm going to wait to see where the rebound goes. He continued going. The shot came from the side. It came out. I think it was Dehesher. Wide open net, back door. Darnell stops it. He gets there in time to knock the puck away. That would have been a one nothing lead for the New Jersey Devils. This entire game could have taken a different complexion because of that play. But this is what you're seeing more and more out of Nurse. He's not making the hope plays anymore. He's, he's playing, as, as Strud says, smarter. He's playing simpler. And he's picking his spots. I, I agree. This is the best Darnell's played. And uh, it's funny. As, I mean, we have me and Reed have a show. This is the quietest we've had from the fans about Darnell Nurse. We usually yeah. get a lot of phone calls. He he and Bouchard would be the ones that would create most of the, yeah. the phone calls after our games. But no, Darnell Nurse, is he's winning everyone over, winning more people over, and he should be because he's playing excellent right now. Well, you guys have both come up with a signature play, and there's still one more, and it's one that people on the stream are talking about, the hit. Threw a great hit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was an aggressive play, threw a really strong hit. It certainly looked good. Um, yeah, I like the fact that he's uh, and I chatted with him a little bit after the game about his his game and where it's at. And uh, he's really feeling it. He's really feeling it, guys. I And I think, you know, it's not to criticize Dave Manson, what their results were, what they were. The players really like playing for Dave. But I just think we've just talked about Evan Bouchard. We've just talked about Darnell Nurse. We've been talking consistently about how good the Diaz look like Brownie. We have to heap quite a bit of praise here on to Paul Coffey. And, and I'll be the first to admit, I was skeptical when he went into that job. But so far, man, good, good results that he, he needs credit for. Well, I agree. And I, I, I've played with Koff for three years in Pittsburgh. The one thing that Koff was very good at, he was a very good communicator. He, he, he was a guy that made everyone feel good about themselves. He was a guy that when he was a veteran, when he, when he came to Pittsburgh, I mean, that was Paul Coffey, you know, Stanley Cup champion. I grew up in Edmonton. <laughs> and he was, he'd be the guy, hey, taking all the rookies out for dinner. Let's go. Or, hey, let's go for you, know, you two rookies. Hey, we're going for beer right now. Like, stuff like that. He understood how important it was for everyone to feel comfortable. And I think that's what he's doing with his defense right now. He's making them feel comfortable. He will give them critique, but he'll also point out what they're good at. And he'll say, here's what we need out of you. Here's why we need out of you. And I tell you, when it's coming from a guy that's in the top you know, five best defensemen in the history of the National Hockey League, if you're a guy on the bench, you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to listen to this guy. So, Struts, for, uh, for me, when uh, if I had a guy that I had incredible respect for came and whispered to me or said, hey, this is what I'd like to see from you, then I would like, oh, I feel a bit 
bit bigger. The pride there. What would it be like if a Hall of Fame defenseman came up and he struts? I really like what you did last shift. Let's see a little more of that. Yeah, well, first I'd ask for an autograph, and then I'd be like, <laughs> uh, let's try to get these guys going. But I, I'm going to say this, guys, is a general, a general thing, and I, I don't have any concrete proof of this, obviously, but I wonder the level of detail in coaching if it's kind of come down a bit. I, I always had the sense that Jay was very detailed. The way the players talked, it was always. I guarantee this, it has. Yeah, and so this, this, I, I want to be clear. This isn't a critique of Jay. I really like Jay as a coach and Dave Manson. I think that they're going to go on and be fine. But I, I just, you know, there's maybe so much detail and so many things going through the players' brains that you know, you it's very difficult. And I and Brownie, you and I have coached a lot of young kids, and I, I believe you're trying to get. I, I always think you try to give them just a, the big headlines and try to correct those big mistakes instead of give them 10 things and they don't mm -hmm. do anything. And, and again, this isn't a critique of Jay, but I, when I played and we'd have, we've got a pregame scouting report and there was 10 things on there. I'm like, it, it, this is crazy. I, I can't consume all this, you know, tell me the three biggest things they do. So I wonder if there's not a level of coaching that the details gone down. Doesn't mean it's worse or better. There's just less. And so the players just worry about that, like 90% of, of what's going on out there, rather than that last 10%, they can really eat so much of your energy. Brownie. I think it's a great point, Brownie. No, I think that's, that is fantastic the way he yeah. said it. I'm obviously someone's writing notes for you before the show tonight, but yeah, I do, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I do believe that's what cough is like though. He's like, all right, here's what we want to see from you. Let's, uh, let's not worry about that over there. Here's let's take Well, the biggest thing for the Oilers defense right now, they're just taking out the big mistake. Yeah. That's what was killing yeah. them earlier in the season. It was the big mistake. They're right. not doing that, and they're just playing a little bit freer now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point, Struddy. I think there's definitely something to that. I think there's been a simplification. No question. One detail that they have added into their game, we're noticing it a lot. It probably makes fans a little nervous, but have you noticed how many times the Oilers are willing to pop the puck from the corner, the defensive corner, to the middle of the ice? For a guy standing there for a middle outlet this is by design they want to do this more and more here's chris knobloch from the weiss johnson soundbox on the strategy they're employing and why yeah no we want to make plays if it's there we don't want to throw that puck recklessly into the middle of the ice but uh you know the night before we almost gave up a goal trying to make a play in the middle and we our centerman was there to break it up i think it was mcdavid but it's it's gonna bite you sometimes it's gonna be what's that guy doing we made a bad play but the we feel the the good outweighs the bad uh we feel that if we just go up the wall all the time teams are going to be taking that away and we're just not going to be able to break the puck out we have to use the middle of the ice and um you know i think we're getting some confidence doing that some great detail there strutty take us through the risk reward of being a team that implements this well, I can tell you in my whole career, I didn't pass it once to the middle. Not even, not even in my, my in a dream. You didn't because, have permission to. That's why. No, I, I, I think I had permission. I didn't have the, 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 the size of balls that are required to pass the puck to the middle of the ice. So I so hard to get it. Now I'm going to the middle, and and, and so what it looks like is you're going back to get the puck. You're in the corner. And you turn, and now you know I'm looking up ice, and the centerman's low and slow, and you hear that every day, low and slow, center, low and slow. So you just pop it. It's like a six-foot pass, and it's so easy to do. If it goes wrong, though, one-timer, goal, and then old Uncle Strutty sitting on the bench for, <laughs> for the next two periods. So I never did it. But for guys like a, a guy who I thought did really well was Ethan Bear. I think Evan Bouchard is able to do it. I think Ekholm does it pretty well. 
Um, but it's it, the reason you do it is because the old, middle of the ice is open, right? The, 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 either there's a pinch coming down the wall or the wingers uh, on that wall. Uh, sorry, the, the high, I guess their forecheck would be on, on the Oilers winger. So there's no room to when they just pound it back down. So I love that play. Like going to the middle is amazing, but Brownie, that takes a big set to do it. And you and it will burn the Oilers. Like I'm not, yep. and it burns every team. It'll and burn every Knobloch team. knows it. He's admitting yeah, it, Brownie. Sure. He's like, sure. it will look bad at some point. Well, I the, the play he's talking about that almost burned it, it was Skinner actually had gone out behind the net. And came over to Bouchard, and Bouchard popped out in front. Skinner was behind the net. Bouchard popped it out, and McDavid came back. And any other centerman on the Oilers wouldn't have got there. Would have been a wide open net, just popping into the empty net. McDavid's fast enough. Excuse right. me. He came back and got it. Um, you, you see teams around the league do it. Uh, it they, we used to do it in our time, but not as often as they do it nowadays. It's all about execution and trust. You have to trust. You watch teams; they'll do it where they won't even look. They know that their centerman is supposed to be there. You'll see guys put it between their legs in front of the net, and they know that their centerman's going to be there. But if there's someone falls, or if the the centerman cheats, all of a sudden the only player in front of the net is the opposition player. So it is a gutsy call, but it does, as Stras says, it gets you out of trouble. When you make that six foot pass, it gets you out of trouble because most teams forecheck; they push you to an area they want you to go. They want that defenseman to go up the wing to the board, so the your winger gets him down low. Their winger or their defenseman pinches down, the puck pops out, back right down into your zone. So it's a smart play, but it it does come with some some risk. It feels like Struds by giving your players permission, some like by implementing that as a system, just for that thought to enter their mind under pressure. Look to the middle. I mean, just to have that as an option is almost risky to put that thought in guys' heads like, yeah, that, that, that's a spot we want you looking. Well, you know who loves it? Leon and Connor. They <laughs> oh, yeah. love getting the puck in the middle. They <laughs> are like, and slow. What? you're going to pass it where? Like, they want to get it because guess what? They get it and there's so much, well, not always, but Brownie, correct me, generally speaking, when you're that low and slow, usually that high guy's not and cross mm -hmm. on that center you know unless it's a pure breakout you know like right off of a dump in generally speaking that plays there and they get it and also now connor has six feet of space boof gone early on boof gone so i mean that is the dream scenario and and delivering the puck to those two guys with speed going up the middle of the ice that is a nightmare situation for any team right what any, it also what also does struts is it stops the opposition from pinching because a yeah. guy, you, if a, if a yeah. good defenseman looks up the boards, that defenseman comes down and pinches, and you hit the guy in the middle, your defenseman just got caught flat-footed. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. With Connor and Leon, and you catch someone flat-footed, you're in trouble. So the other team will stop doing that, and then it takes away an effective play of, a, of the opposition of the pinch, and now all of a sudden they're backing off, and now you're creating more space for your winger. Yeah. So it, it is a great play, but there will be. It's just like when Mike Smith came out and played the puck all the time. 99% of the time sure. it worked out. Yeah. But every once in a while, it looked silly. And eventually, the Oilers will get caught once or twice. Great great discussion. <clears throat> Excuse me as my voice cracks. Great discussion about a small detail, but something that's working for the team. That was taken is brought to you by Martin Motorsports. Uh, Struddy, you'll be happy to know Joaquin Gage is floating around the chat. Uh, oh, he, he's watching. No, you're going to like this. Gager said, hate to say it, but Struddy is actually bang on with all of his goaltending takes tonight. You've got Gager on side. Right. I And I've said very mean Ooh, things about Gager's eyesight in the past. So you can imagine how strongly he feels about me being correct. So Gager, thank you. I've always uh, admired your uh, work in the you, industry. 
You've Davin- never admired his work. Oh, on no, no. on TV, you never admired it. In that. <laughs> when he knows you can hear him, <laughs> yeah, he can hear you. That's not what you say constantly before we're actually live. Yeah. Uh, Davin says, "What an insightful podcast." Davin, not sure how much sarcasm was intended there. I'm reading a little bit, so if you want to clarify in the break here, let me know. But I'll just say thanks for now. Uh, Strutty's world uh, is coming up next. Strutty's going to fix whatever mess he's got going on with his earphones there. Like with his headphones. Like, what do you have? Look at that. What? These things are designed so that you can't see them. Look at me. I'm wearing the same set you are right now. Yeah. Look at me and yeah. look at you. Listen, it's not all about you, Shogger. You have massive ears that just swallow these things up. I don't have big ears. I'm not Dumbo. I'm sorry. I, I just have smaller ears. Right. I don't want to. Steve, go to break. Cut them off. Go to break. Strutty's world. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. Time to talk about your mortgage? It doesn't have to be a daunting conversation. With over 16 years in the industry, Maria Gallus with Maximal Mortgages knows how to make it easy. With access to dozens of different lenders, let Maria customize the perfect solution for you. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing or renewing, or a first-time buyer, Maria's simplistic approach and expert advice will have you feeling confident you're in great hands making informed decisions. Take the stress out of your mortgage journey. Contact Maria Gallus at mortgagesbymaria.ca. That's mortgagesbymaria.ca. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here. Someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Gotta look good. Davin clarified his intentions. He said, I totally meant it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Davin. We appreciate the kind words, buddy. Strutty's World, brought to you by Pathfind. When it's time to make tough cuts, remember the power of a well-executed strategy. Include Pathfind outplacement services for your transitioning employees, and you'll be ensuring a smooth transition for your valued team members. Visit www.pathfind.ca to discover how they can assist you. Brownie, your favorite segment, bud. Strutty's world. Struds, take it. The cashew nut is at the same level as pumpkin pie. <laughs> yeah, Brownie, don't, you're good to go, bud. Don't interrupt me. Yeah. Oh my don't God. interrupt me. I you're stayed done. up for this. The, the cashew nut is at the same level as the pumpkin pie <laughs> as dry banana bread. It is outrageous that people put the cashew at the top of the nut list. I've seen and eaten many nuts. And I'll tell you what, guys, it is outrageous that people tell me the cashew is so good. The cashew is inedible. I don't want to have any of the cashews. When I get the party mix, I spend a lot of money on nut mix. I never eat the cashews. Just out of principle, I refuse to have them. When I'm grading the nuts, I got almonds pretty high. Obviously, I've got, uh, you know, the pecan is in there as well. Truly, my favorite is the Brazil nut. Expensive. Ooh, 
pricey. But guys, I believe, and I'm going to double down on this, the cashew is inedible. It is an edible nut that should be taken out of the party mix because, quite frankly, I can't eat it. I can't. It has no flavor. It's bland. <laughs> Not bad when you make it into milk, though, guys. I'll, I'll sit down and listen. Brownie, listen, go ahead, buddy. Listen to what? Like, uh -huh. seriously. Well, how do you feel about cashew nuts? Actually, um, I don't know which one they are. Which like one's them. the cashew? Are they, oh, are they the big God. nut? Are they the big nut? No. Like, you're the, you're, the, you're the one that loves nuts. I mean, yeah, they're they're the they're round one. They're, the, they're like a C. They're like a letter, like, uh -huh, a, yeah. like a letter C. I've got yeah. some. I can go grab it if you want, Brownie. So you can over? What's Let that? me tell you what happened. So my family and I we were having family dinner. You talk. With, I'll like, go grab one. Okay. Okay. This I just want to give you guys some context. I should have done this. My family and I were were like my mom and dad, my sister and her husband, and their family. We got into this conversation about nuts, about the, 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 the where it is at. And my sister told me that she loves cashews, and my wife agreed. I, I honestly, if I would have known that before I married her, we might not have made it this far. It is outrageous, though. <laughs> like the cashew has no flavor. It has no flavor. It is literally the very definition of vanilla. Is cashew when you look it up in a dictionary? Right there, vanilla. Oh yeah, I remember those guys. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have any oh. flavor. They don't have flavor. Those Nothing. are good, man. But you know what they have? Nothing. Personality. Of all the nuts. I'll tell you what they have. They have the best texture. And I am a big texture guy. Oh if something mm -hmm. has an amazing texture, it almost doesn't matter to me what it tastes like. And cashews have an amazing texture. You can take one bite, kind of crack them in half, and then they're smooth to bite through. They're not as crunchy as other peanuts. They're a smooth. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a big pecan nut yeah, fan yes. because yeah. it, it comes with a pie. So I like the pie oh, part. I mean, that's, no. I mean, I'm not, I don't eat a lot of, I don't eat as much. I don't have as many nuts in my mouth as Strud's does, but I am a big fan of the, pe the pecan pie. Is that <laughs> I'll say this, that, and Shagra, I respect your point about the texture of the pecan, but generally speaking, people with soft teeth, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they like, it's that. an elder nut for sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nut for elders for sure. You just, <laughs> you can squish the cashew in your lips. <laughs> you know, I like the harder. I like the macadamia. Like the, the Brazil nut, you got to work. You got to be a worker bee to eat a Brazil nut. You're not just <laughs> getting it off. And, you know, I go buy those little bags. And I think it's the, I forget which brand, Clubhouse nuts. They're so good, but they're expensive. And those Brazil nuts, that's a good business to be in, a Brazil nut farmer. Uh, JC says, Strutty's completely nuts. Uh, uh, <laughs> Someone else said Uncle Nutty weighs in with his chunkiest take yet. Um, next, we'll be on 7-Eleven Slurpee mixing strategies. Yeah, this one got right off the rails. Cashews are the top choice, says Reaper. Uh, wow, no challenger to the macadamia. Hmm. Cashews and pistachios are elite, says Brandon Farrell. Cashews and pistachios. Did you say you were good with pistachios, Strutty? I do like the pistachios, yeah. Mm -hmm. I... I do find though I like them better when they're shelled. When they're unshelled, yes. you, you, I, I, they're not as salty. Like this is salt you like, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, absolutely. I'm gonna crank my mic here for a sec, and I'm gonna eat a cashew because these things are so good to crunch. Just everyone be quiet for a sec here. I'm gonna get really close watch, to the mic. I'm just watch your soft. Be careful with your soft Ready? teeth. Here it comes. How was that? Did that come through? Okay. Was that your the nut or your tooth that broke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Strutty's World, brought to you by Pathfind. <laughs> Dom, you don't have to pay for today's episode. This was uh, uh 
Struddy says before the show, Brownie, you guys want me to go serious or so a little bit lighter for Struddy's world? And this is his idea of a little bit lighter. Well, I, I'm glad I stayed up. I, I know that upstairs there, my wife's watching a really cool show, but this was way better. So yeah. I appreciate that. Way better. You're welcome. Brownie, we'll set you free, buddy. Hope we get see to chat buddy. with you again soon this week. All right. See you guys. All right. See ya. Yeah. The epic Jason Strudwick. Uh, when we come back, it will be time to take a lap. See you, Brownie. I don't know how to turn it off. I know oh, you yeah, do. We know. Do we the know. best you can, buddy. We'll go to commercial and save you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line track van simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a z.ca. Okay, heroes, are you trying to tough it out through a sports or life injury right now? Trying to prove your mettle by grinding through, gritting your teeth? Well, Redefined Health is here to say it's time to come on in. At Redefined Health, they'll high-five you for your toughness and then get to work on helping you fix the problem. Helping athletes and heroes find better balance, performance, and injury prevention, visit RedefineHealth.com. Okay, time to put this thing back on the rails. Time now for us to take a lap. Struddy brought to you by... Our buddies at Backscape. This product is taking the online world by storm right now. It's everywhere. Get rid of your unwanted back hair all by yourself with Backscape. The water-resistant rechargeable shaver coupled with a long handle lets you take care of business on your own. Shave in any direction with no bumps or cuts. It's easy, it's awesome. Right now, it's our biggest sale of the year with 30 to 50% off. Visit backscape.com. That's B A K scape.com and choose from a variety of packages delivered right to your door in time for the holiday season. All right, Great let's get Christmas into this package. Great. Yeah, that's what people want. Uh, really? Keep it clean. Everybody yeah. wins when your back hair is clean. Perfect. Uh, uh, perfect stocking stuffer, something like that for, uh, you know, for somebody. Works yeah. great. Struddy, what do we got tonight, buddy? Um, well, yes, a pulley RV uh, Ooh, came out today yeah. that he was on a, uh, a uh, I guess, a PTO with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And it was interesting. You know, I, I watched the availability of Mike Sullivan and talking about it. And, and he must have mentioned, I'd say, at least six to eight times how big and rangy. That's to use his word. He's rangy, has length. He skates well. He's rangy, he has length. Like he kept saying it over and in his, in his Boston accent. So it's clear what they need. And he's like, well, we need, we need something like this in our lineup. So, you know, yes, I hope it works out for him there. Um, you know, gets a chance to play uh, around some of those, those great players. Maybe they can help him unlock some of the offense there. But, you know, when you look at what he is good at, he's good on the wall. He gets it on the forecheck and he's big. When he's doing that and getting paid with with that type of number in mind, yeah, there there's a player there. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree that there's a player there, and we wish Jesse well, right? Like you, you hope that it's yeah. that he's he's healthy. You hope that he gets a chance to resume his career um, as a National Hockey League player. I, I hopped over to uh, our friends over at Daily Faceoff just to check out kind of what the line combinations have looked at look like lately. Struds, did you look at that? Right. You look over on that penguins? right side. Okay. Yeah. O'Connor, uh, 
Pustin in. Jeff Carter, who's got one goal. Um, and Mark Johnstone. Oh, does so. I mean, it's it. It looks pretty thin uh, over on that right side, and maybe some opportunity for Pooley I mean, got to use him in a depth role, though. I mean, that's where he belongs, right? Or if you put him up with the big line or or with bigger players, there has to be understanding what he is, right? He he's not a natural goal scorer. No matter what Dustin Nielsen is screaming right now, <laughs> he, he is not a natural goal scorer. But I I like him on your on my team, right? Like I think. He can skate. He gets in on the forecheck. He's good on the wall. He takes up space. And if you can get him to understand to drive the net, drive the net and yeah. create space for his buddies, I think he can be, you know, he can help a lineup. Um, now, I'm very interested to see what happens with long term, well, even short term with his hip surgeries, right? We've seen some for players sure. struggle with those out the door. Um, and he's very young. So I, I'm, I'm guessing that makes a difference. And also, uh, when you look at it, Shogger, like the technology is changing all the time. So, yeah. What happened two, three years ago isn't the same we happened today. But I, I'm just I, I'm gonna follow him closely. Um, because I, I just I want him to find his career, but I don't think it's gonna look how he envisioned it when he came, what was he, third, fourth pick in the draft. Yeah. We have some requests on the chat here for you to say Pool Yarvi's yeah. name in a Boston accent because you are a cornucopia yeah. of amazing accents. Yeah. I don't know if you take requests yeah. or not, but people I, would <laughs> like to hear. <laughs> A Boston uh, accent, yes, you know, Yavi. I, I lived in a for a while in Worcester, Massachusetts, so I had a lot of that. Uh, yeah, that 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 one. I don't really do a very good Boston. For as many ones I am a lead at, this. I can't put really you on say, the spot and you got nothing. Well, I can't really. Nothing. I don't. Really, I, I can barely say yes to Pugliarvi in the first place. So I don't. I don't know that I'm really up to. I, I right. yes to Pugliarvi. We get Yavi on the fourth line, like something like that. That's how we kind of would come out all right or yeoman's effort moving on what else you want to talk about some uh some ugliness around the league the last day or <laughs> crazy two here. People scary are moment yeah scary moment last night uh detroit and ottawa um larkin gets knocked knocked out cold in yeah, front of that he's a big scrum in front and um you know i think it was uh joseph that kind of hit him from behind into another player was coming out and he kind of got squished and he like when i say he was out cold i'm talking out cold on the ice face down and while that's going on, Artem Zub, who was a D-man in front of the of his own net, he's kind of waving for the for for the, someone to come help him. And David Prawn thought it was him that hit him, so he kind of circles around and comes out and cross checks him like full value right in the neck, bang! And um, you know Zub goes down, then all hell breaks loose. But luckily they were able to get Larkin, didn't get stepped on or anything worse than what what had happened. That uh, and was then aggressive he, from Prawn, man, like that yeah, was. Well, he's getting he's getting an in-person hearing, right? So it's minimum yep. six games, minimum. Um, and so I, I think that the league will not look very kindly on that. And then they're talking about some discipline, like you know, there are people who will sort of be disciplined for the hit on Larkin. I you slow it down. It looks like Joseph. I think it was Joseph. I might be wrong, but I think it was. He it looks like he he kind of crossed up in the neck. But I don't know if that's the one that hurt him. I think it was when he fell into the other the other mm -hmm. Ottawa center player. It was an so awkward fall. Yeah, like I I. Those scrums in front of the net, there's a lot going on. And I don't, I didn't feel that Joseph was trying to in the, you know, hit him in the head intentionally. Mm -hmm. So I think we've got to be careful. I'll be interested to see what happens, but you know Perron is sitting and at least six games. Yeah. So that was pretty crazy last night. Then you, you know, you I was out today when you texted me and said, take a look at this play. So uh, Erica Branson and um, who's that? Nick, Nick uh, Cousins. Cousins. Uh, they were playing. 
uh, Florida Columbus, and Gabranson's going back to get the puck behind the net, and Cousins absolutely hammers him from behind. It made Evander Kane's hit look like it was a love tap. It was unbelievable how hard he buried Gabranson from behind. Gabranson kind of stays down for the second, and he jumps up and snaps, absolutely snaps, and uh, whatever. Doesn't really get a piece of, uh, of what he wants. So later on the game, Cousins is coming down the wall, and Gabranson is a right defenseman. He goes over there and just grabs him, rips him off the wall, and just starts pounding on him uh, down on the head. So he but got fully 29 minutes of just, penalties. Yeah, just kind of ignored yeah. it, like went at him, grabbed yeah. him. He didn't started care. throwing haymakers, threw him down, and threw probably a pretty good number into the back of his head while Cousins was in the full turtle. Now, I will say this. I agree with Gerbranson's response. Because I have no time for anything hitting from behind. I have yep. no time for it at all. Um, that there should have been a five major for for Cousins and out the door. I believe Kane should have had the same penalty. So this isn't just saying what I, I hate hit from behind because I'd go back for those pucks all the time and you can't trust the guy behind you, the guy being the forward. So I hate it. So I would have done the same thing. I would have been so mad at what had happened to me that I'm getting that guy. So everyone knows they can't do it to me again. So I, you can call me a barbarian. But remember what started that. Remember the dirty hit where Gabranson could have for really sure. been hurt, like we saw from Brodeen and Kane the other day. So, guys, no time for me at all in this shogger at all. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, Struds. Like, every once in a while, you got to take it into your own hands. And I think to a degree, you know, as a player, you think if the league isn't going to take care of it, if the refs aren't going to take care of it, the, the game is designed to police itself, right? And this is why the game needs to be able to police itself because guys can't be throwing that hit. It's incredibly dangerous. And so look, uh, Panthers ended up winning five, two. Did they score on that power play? I think they might've, I think they might've got one on that power play. Yeah. Yeah. And let's be honest. It's not like Columbus is killing it. So, I mean, Gabranson's yeah. probably thinking like, I'm just going to go and do this, but I think the NHL has to take a hard look at any hits to the numbers. And let's just be clear. That is a hit to numbers, Canes and Cousins are both the same. Now, we want to go back a couple of days, or was it a week ago, when Hathaway from Philadelphia hit um, Hughes from uh, from New Jersey. I no. don't actually think that was a penalty. Mm -hmm. I think that was more side to side. The player has to be prepared for that. And he should have known that Hathaway was there. He thought it was going to be icing. That, that, that They're both trying to get the puck. That was not in the numbers. Did Hughes go flying? Oh, he went flying all right. He went flying like Superman. But I don't believe that's a penalty. The, it's different from behind in the numbers rather than from the side in that situation, Chuck. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I, I we've talked – you and I are in alignment on this hitting from behind thing. I've been saying it – I mean, on Gregor's show, on Nielsen's show in the morning, for years I have been saying the league is not taking hitting from behind seriously enough. They're not doing a good enough job to police it out of the game. That's both in-game from the refs and in George Peros's office as well. So uh, I agree with you. And, yeah, good Branson, full snap show. But from a guy that's been in that position um, that knows, Struddy says he would have done the same. All right, that was Taking a Lap, brought to you by our great friends over at Backscape. Looking for another stocking stuffer. they got a great sale going on right now. So uh, make sure you check them out online. All right, Steve, why don't you hop on in here, buddy? We'll get ready for our Ask Us Anything segment. And Ask Us Anything today is going to be brought to you by the Shark of the Park, Rini Buchlan of Maxwell Devonshire Realty. She's all about amazing service for her client. Buying a house is a big deal. You need someone you can trust, right? And who you know is working 24-7 to either sell your home or help you find a new one. Call Rini, 
994-0280. That's Rini Buclan, Shark of the Park. Uh, start with our poll, Steve. How'd we do on uh, Strutty's call that uh, Pickard should get the game against Chicago? Yeah, all right. So <clears throat> 200 people replied to the poll. Nice. And uh, 57% say Skinner gets the next game. Only actually, 57. Only 57. Yeah. So that's 42%. Well, I don't know what's the, what is the missing percent, but forty-two percent Pickard. Interesting. I think yeah. that I think that's the Joaquin Gage effect, Strady. You had the goalie union support in the chat yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen, and guys, I you know I came in pretty hot. I was ready to rumble today. Uh, I was, but I do believe that like you got to find pauses for your goalie, and I know he's a start. I get that, but I'm thinking game eighty-three here, and I know the Oilers aren't in a playoff position, but we saw what happened last year when he didn't get those rests. So I. I would I would take it because it to me, not that it's a tap in the team like the team's playing well. Picard played well his last game. It should be one that you can get done, um, and you kind of get away. You slip one in there. You slip two in there actually back to back. Four Oilers says, does anyone know if Rini actually approved this terrible Jaws music? <laughs> uh, it's not actually Jaws music. It's uh, it's non copyrighted offshoot Jaws music. She did, but I'll probably check in with her again. We might have to come up with something different uh, here sooner rather than later. Steve, what else, buddy? All right, Kgill ninety seven says, uh, "Hey guys, Aaron, or sorry, um, Arpan Basu tweeted tonight that Brad Holland was scouting the Montreal game tonight. Uh, who do you think we're scouting there? Josh Anderson for Jack Campbell? Question mark." No, I want no part of that one. <laughs> awesome. um, Any ideas on what uh, what Holland might have been doing there? Yeah, good question. I mean, just taking a look here. Like, yeah, I, I, there's always talk about Josh Anderson here at Edmonton. Like, the, he, his name always seems to come up, you know, and I, I get why. You know, he's big. He skates pretty well. He can be pretty tough. Um, and this Campbell thing is definitely, I mean, you don't want to have to buy the player out. You want to figure out a way to trade him without it being too uh, painful. Um, but, I mean, they have looked at Anderson before. It wouldn't surprise me if it's along those lines. I don't have any information, though, so I'm kind of guessing like everybody else struts. Yeah, I, I I don't know about that one. The guy I I, I brought forward earlier was Sean Monaghan. And, yeah. you know, he... I tell you, man, you're gonna have to go through the Kings. The Kings are deep at center. Now, I, I don't not say I don't have faith in McLeod, but when you have Connor Leon and then Sean Monahan as your third line center, or whatever fourth line center, whatever it is, or or and then McLeod maybe is the other center. Now you're getting somewhere, right? Now you, you can say, okay, we can match up with these guys. So I would, I would be looking at Sean Mon. I'm not saying that's who they are looking at, but that's a player that I identified that I I would like uh, for this group to play. Playing 18 minutes a night, um, has 16 points. Has scored eight goals already. A guy that scored some scored some goals earlier on in his career. Steve, what else, buddy? All right, Lick Fury says, um, take away the horrible start to the year, and the Oilers look like they actually have the best defense in the league now. Um, and Penner's Pancake uh, Pancakes talks specifically about Vinny. Positive emotion and body language is energizing the team. Vinny's starting to really find his game. Simple, which is good to see. I didn't see it, but I guess the broadcast showed people that were watching at home, Struddy, something from Vinny after the game, giving everybody hugs. And Randina actually said something to me when I got home about it. Yeah, he, he loves, he gives the goalies a big bear hug, right? It looks like a, looks like a deer being mauled by a grizzly. Like he just, he just picks these guys up and hugs them. And like, so no, and he's bringing great energy, but I, I've said this again, and I'll say, or I've said it before, I'll say it again. 
when Vinny just moves the puck quickly and, and stays within his game, he can be a very effective player. It's when he's trying to make too many plays. And that comes from a place of wanting to do more. I'm going to help the team more. I'm going to do more. So I, I love that. I love that he's understanding it. And, and again, Paul Coffey, we, we got to give him some praise because this has changed under his watch. Uh, Obelisk21 says, I just checked the NHL edge stats and Bouchard has 32 shots over 90 miles per hour. That's eight more shots than the next nearest guy. Yeah, that just goes right with what we were talking about before. He's getting it through two shreds. Like having a shot like that doesn't really mean a hill of beans if you don't have the ability to more often than not sift it through there. <laughs> well, it's funny. A couple of years ago, people were talking about, you know, the, the days of a, a big shooter from the point is over and they don't need it anymore. But I think what they forget is that the game is always evolving. It's always changing, right? It's always, it's it's just, it's growing. So yeah, the, the days of just bombing away from the point, they, they, they weren't there. But then what happens is the play goes down low. So everyone schemes to stop the down low plays. So where's the open ice? It's up high. So whether that's bringing another forward up or that's, you know, using, using your guy like they are with Bouchard, um, it, 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 it evolves. So nothing is set. Nothing never, like it's never, there's constant change in the game. So now with Bouchard there, I think it'll actually make it easier. Sorry, with Bouchard shooting as he is, it makes it more likely that those guys down low could be open. If they're not, feed it back to Bouchard. That's a good option, right? So yeah. it's a lot of pieces and places to defend for uh, opposing penalty killers. Two more, Steve. Okay, uh, so Mark Lanigan uh, says, guys, does Campbell stay in Bakersfield till New Year at least? And uh, Suzanne L., Says rumors circling around Soup returning to Edmonton with Picard's solid performance. What's uh, is he likely or unlikely to return? And Obelisk chimes in and says, "Should we read anything into Picard's family now being in Edmonton?" Um, I, I wouldn't read anything more than that, or anything too significant into that. Like it's, I mean, a guy's only going to be so long without, uh, you know, without the family coming to see him. Um, does it change plans for Campbell? I mean. Campbell's good play down there didn't last more than a few games and it's gone back a little bit the other way. So if he's not lighting it up I and, and Pickard continues to play well, I think that definitely takes the sense of urgency out of it. I really think that Campbell had the, he had the shutout. He had played three decent games and then he took a step backwards strides. And I think that was the window where you remember I started talking about it. Like, eh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised that's what my information was. He went the wrong way in his next start, and I think that's probably hurt him. Well, you know, when I look back on this, I would think what that would suggest the donors to do is for just to send him away for a vacation for a week, just to clear his head, right? Say, buddy, just go and clear your head because it's not his. It's not his game. It's it's it's. I believe it's in his head, uh, and then go down and start getting his game going to HL. I know it's easy to say that now, but just so it's like a fresh start for him. Um, and that's, I'm not saying that he's weak or anything. I just, what's the best way to handle, to get him back up to where he wants to be. So I, I said at the time, I wouldn't bring him back to the new year. And I, and I, I'm not an insider. I have no idea what to do or what's going to happen, but I, that is what I would have done. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I worry that when he returns, he'll, he'll have the same thing going on between his ears. And I think that's a challenge, man. That's a real challenge. Okay, a few people uh, asking about uh, the review on Kane's hit and how, uh, you know, what came of that. Was there enough explanation for you guys uh, for, on that review? And do you agree with it? Really 
lack the of Evan- suspension. The, the Evander Kane hit? Yeah. Evander Kane no, hit. I yeah. mean, I, I thought it was a penalty in game. Um, I think I wouldn't have been offended if they would have given him a game just because I, I can't sit here and talk about them not doing a good enough job yeah. on hitting from behind and then say, you know, that would have been too heavy for their strength. So I would have been fine with it. But again, I don't. I don't think they're placing this one tight enough. They probably, I call, I I mean, it was about the player turning, right? Which I didn't. I don't necessarily uh, agree with. On. But you know, the player's got to turn. He's got to get the puck. So I, I would have put it as a five. And 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 this is saying as a guy who watched the team all the time, I I, I would have had to say the same thing with Cousins hit. I, I just don't like the hits from behind at all. Um, now judging when a player turns is very difficult. I don't believe Brodine turned the last second for that. He was he had to make a play on the puck. Yeah. So yeah, I I didn't like it at all. All right, that was Ask Us Anything, brought to you by Rini Buclan of Maxwell Devonshire Realty, the shark of the park. Thanks for all your uh, contributions on the stream tonight. We had tons of great, uh, tons of great comments, and we got tons of people actually watching on the stream, which we really appreciate. If you like what you see, send it to a friend if they've never checked it out before. Get them to subscribe and join us. Uh, our numbers are growing, and it's great to see. Don't be afraid to pound that love button, Steve. Pound on that love button. Time now for our gem of the day, brought to you by Edmonton's most iconic home for everything sport, United Sport and Cycle. Christmas has arrived at United Sport and Cycle. If you need something for an athlete or sports fan on your list, they have been your Santa's workshop for over 95 years. Visit www.unitedsport.ca. I wish Brownie was still here. Would have loved to have given him the gem of the day today, Stretty. But what do you got, my man? I always love my uh, reaction I get from Brownie and you when I when I know I'm going out there a little bit on the strategies world. So I'm going to say the line of the days when I said that the cashew is in the nut world, what the pumpkin pie is to the pie world. Our reaction. I'm not to call my own number, but your guys' reaction was was Brownie pricey. lost it. And you know what? You know what is amazing? And we should get next time we have Brownie on, we should get uh, we should get each of the clips isolated. Your laughs are like polar opposite ends of the spectrum, right? You go <laughs> down low, and Brownie's yeah. like, <laughs> he goes way up top. Yeah. So our yeah. laughs are all over the place. It's amazing. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so not to my own number, but it was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to call your number two. Uh, I really like the point you made when we were talking about the uptick on the, on the play of the defenseman. The point you made about maybe there's a little bit less coaching happening little less detail yeah. being thrown their way i think that was a very succinct point um and that was the high point of the pod for you before you completely derailed it with strutty's world i like to balance things out right the good with the bad <laughs> <laughs> good job tonight pal thank you kindly steve great yeah. job behind the scenes i know we had a little trouble getting us off the ground but he did a great job troubleshooting and thanks for all of your patience appreciate you joining us here on the live stream tonight or if you're listening in podcast form tell your friends about it spread the word a little bit we're having a blast here on got your back we're four episodes a week we're gonna keep crushing it right through the season we'll have a post-game pod after next game Thanks to our title sponsor, Sherwood Buick GMC, as well as all of our other fantastic partners. Have a great night, everybody. Talk soon. Cheers.